ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Seven Figure Fashion Business Podcast, where we talk about the fashion industry and how to get your fashion business to seven figures. From manufacturing strategies, cut and sew designers, to fashion hot topics and the latest fashion trends, I'm your host, Monica Monique. And I'm your host, XYZ. And let's jump into today's episode. Hey, what's up? I stumbled across a very interesting TikTok. I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. But it was an investor. And she was talking about businesses that she would not invest in. Okay. And she said restaurants and what else did she say? But she said retail businesses because you have to buy a year in advance and you get your um, profit back a year later. And I thought... That was pretty interesting to learn. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's why we resort to online shopping or businesses would rather run their <clears> business <throat> online and then when they stock in a store, they stock smart? I don't think people actually stock smart. I feel like most, this is why most fashion boutiques and retail stores fail is because they stock what they as a person would like mm-hmm. um, or what they think people want, but it's not what people actually buy. Mm-hmm. So you end up with a whole bunch of inventory mm-hmm. just sitting there that you have to sell off for dollars mm-hmm. because it's just a waste of space and storage. It's actually why I think drop shipping right now, it should be the way more people move. Mm-hmm. That way you're not holding a whole bunch of inventory. You only maybe buy certain pieces to do a photo shoot Mm -hmm. but you're not buying 20 50 100 units of a style that is not going to even sell um i think it's interesting though the concept that you have to buy a year out in advance and then you're not going to get paid until Until a year year later later. i thought that was yeah she got a point yeah Mm -hmm. i for me i think when i opened my store I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I literally stocked fashion designer friends that I knew their collections because when people wanted to buy from their website and they wanted to try it on somewhere, there was nowhere to do so. So mm-hmm. then I just stocked all these designer people's and it was actually a smarter way to do business at the time mm-hmm. with me not even realize it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have the money to stock a year in advance. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think not having the money makes you think of more creative, smart yeah, I ways. Say, I was about to say, you always think good. <laughs> creative smart ways and it's never no like mm-hmm. the answer is never oh i'm gonna give up it's never no yeah but i think i'm gonna find a way how can i make so many yeah. i think when you have the money it's a disability like it makes you dumb <laughs> because you will buy a year's worth of stock in advance mm-hmm. because you have the money to do so so you're not thinking outside of the box on like what is the smartest way to do this mm-hmm. um because you just have the money, so you're just like, oh, I'm just going to do what everybody does. And then mm-hmm. you end up failing like everybody does. Yeah. Um, all the recent <clears throat> big fashion brands just dropped their... Well, they didn't drop it. They released their fall fashion shows already. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I thought about that, too, when when she said that. I was like, oh, that's why everybody's putting out their fall collections, showcasing their fall collections now. Mm-hmm. Versus versus later yeah versus later because they want to sell off their products sooner mm-hmm. <coughs> or see what's working sooner yeah i think it's smarter to sell your 
or to showcase your style sooner so you can see what customers are reacting to sooner. Mm -hmm. So if you showcase your fashion show January Mm -hmm. instead of February during fashion week, you'll see in the comments, oh, I love that jacket. I need that jacket. And if nobody's commenting on the pants, maybe you don't actually come out with those pants. So I think it's a good way to kind of see, okay, what do customers like? What do they not like? Right. I feel like if nobody's commenting on the pants, I feel like you probably have to style it better. I feel Mm -hmm. like it takes takes for somebody to wear it and it look cute for people to be like, oh, okay, I would actually buy that. I would actually wear it. Yeah. People don't know how to dress what they what they purchase and style certain yeah. items mm-hmm. and pants are difficult because they're so basic that people are like oh i don't need this mm-hmm. versus it gotta be different mm-hmm. and it's annoying because you can't really make pants different everybody got two legs mm-hmm. if you make a three-legged pant they're going to be like what are we here for mm-hmm. but there is always a way mm-hmm. high waist versus low waist pockets versus Mm-hmm. You know, side pockets versus back pockets or mm-hmm. zippers up and down the thing. It's definitely something I think more brands should invest in is more creative directors for their brands yeah. to mix it up yeah. fashion and style wise. How do you feel about <clears throat> the fashion retail future? Great. Great. Yeah. I mean, I think... Over time, every industry changes. Mm -hmm. So the fact that retail and fashion is changing is not something to feel negatively about. Mm -hmm. I definitely Mm -hmm. think it's changing for the better. People are learning. People are growing. At the end of the day, I think it's also really good and smart that a lot of people are noticing how they need to be more sustainable in their brands Mm -hmm. and not contribute so much to the waste in the earth. Because it's not America. America doesn't see the landfills or how much stuff goes to waste but in africa china indonesia other countries they're getting all this waste of fabrics and Mm -hmm. goods that we're shipping our trash to Mm -hmm. you know so i think the fashion industry is changing in a good way because a lot more people are aware of the consequences of Mm -hmm. fast fashion Mm -hmm. what do you think i feel like i'm excited and i'm kind of scared but i feel like a lot of people well, a lot of brands, you just like you said, more noticing the like bad things. What do you think like the future of these big luxury brands are? I think that they are so far in and they are behind the scenes being smart and studying what is going on. I agree. And I feel like they are letting... They're learning from the small businesses mm-hmm. because they got the money. I agree. I agree. And they got the 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 history, <clears throat> the the years put in. They yeah. They are learning something. I think that. Uh, I think that they're going to be cajillionaires. Yeah. With, as small businesses, I've, I'm. This is why I said I'm a little bit nervous because mm-hmm. I feel like we probably going to have to resort to. A big company buying us out Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah, I think I don't see the luxury brands that are hundreds of years old going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I see them maybe getting new talent, getting fresh faces as Mm -hmm. their creative directors, which some brands have already done. Like 
um, Louis Vuitton and Virgil and then now Pharrell, mm-hmm. um, I think more brands will follow suit and get more maybe even celebrities mm-hmm. just to be their creative directors and bring it to their audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon because they have all the history mm-hmm. and stuff that goes into it mm-hmm. and the money yeah. to back and up money. the marketing and campaigns and the relationships with the stylists and the award shows and stuff mm-hmm. i definitely think we gotta catch up to the luxury brands though. yes that's where we should be taking a turn <sighs> and not these instagram teachers a hundred percent not these teachers not these instagram teachers or whatever gurus that, that only is. been in business five years ten years mm-hmm. i mean not that they don't know their industry, because the ones that know or are teaching about Canva or ChatGPT, yeah, it's only out, been out that long. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they are good to learn from. But the people teaching stuff that's been around for hundreds of years, if you can learn from a company mm-hmm. that's been in the game that long, mm-hmm. take notes from them, not mm-hmm. yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? When when we're doing these re- these <clears throat> the research for the episode, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that we figure out and 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 that we learn i feel like we already know from experience but when we hear that the luxury brands do it too and then confirm it and be like oh okay that makes sense like yeah the scarcity i think as a fashion brand you really do have to have scarcity and it it'll build your it'll build your brand to be i don't know <laughs> Like on the next level, yeah, it'll build, it'll build your brand to be on the next level, and so many people won't wear it, and it won't get played out because that's what happens with fashion brands. People don't want to wear it if everybody got it. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that's what's happening. What might happen to the Mia Copa brand? Mm-hmm. Everybody's wearing them hats. <coughs> I'm ex- I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Come on the show. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with their brand. But I think their brand is going to do good. But I think that they're going to get the right business people in, the right lawyers. That's what they need. I think they need a mentor. such an impact Mm -hmm. that, yeah. Oh, you know what would be fire? And it would be crazy because, you know, who are they to them? How can they get in front of their people? But Louis Vuitton acquires a lot of smaller brands, mm-hmm. bigger than Mia Copa, but smaller than them. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be crazy if Louis Vuitton acquired Mia Copa and then were their mentors mm-hmm. and then Mia Copa turned into this huge mm-hmm. brand over time? Mm-hmm. I would love that for them. I would love that for them too. So, did you see a 13 year old boy was drawing uh, Louis Vuitton designs uh-uh. and he posted and he got an internship <laughs> at Louis Vuitton? Uh uh-uh. uh. So, yeah, they'll, they're going to get discovered and signed. Yeah. What if what if the fashion world is kind of like the music industry? Like these young artists, they rap, but they always get discovered by a bigger artist and mm-hmm. then signed to a bigger artist. What if that's what fashion is turning into? That is what it should turn into. And if it doesn't, I'll turn it into that. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I, I think that's smart. That's smart. Like if I, never mind, Louis Vuitton, don't do this. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Me as a brand, they already do it. Who signed Bottega <clears throat> or somebody bought? Somebody bought Bottega. Yeah, it could have been them, maybe. But I do. I love that idea theory. 
kind of mm-hmm. association I with always, I how, always associated with the music world. Yeah, like how let's say Chance the Rapper will come out with his own mm-hmm. record label under Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Um, or like Jay-Z's label is under Rockefeller and then Chance's label is under Jay-Z and then mm-hmm. somebody's, you know, artist will be under Chance. Mm-hmm. We should definitely do that in the um, fashion, fashion world. world. I said it. I forget what episode it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know how, I was like, you know how to, in the music world, such and such, he was like, where are you going with this? Yeah, because I didn't know what she was explaining. But and it wasn't this. You was I trying to explain something else. compare it to the music world. Just, mm-hmm. I think, it's like a business thing. Yeah. But I think that's really smart. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out how I can do it and do it. Mm-hmm. So don't do it. I can't wait until, you know how, and I, I think this is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. You know how, <laughs> you know how at first, when music artists was dropping their music, it was getting um, copied on CDs and bootleg, and it was on yeah, LimeWire. Yeah, you say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on LimeWire, and then we <clears throat> came out with Tidal. Well, they came out with Tidal, Apple Music, You keep Spotify. calling it Tidal versus Tidal. Tidal, whatever. Mm-hmm. They came out with all these <coughs> platforms, and now celebrities are really getting the money that they deserve off of the listens because... Mm-hmm. Off of streaming. Off of streaming, because now, now it's hard to copy copy music mm-hmm. so i can't wait until somebody invents something where it's hard to copy fashion i got it i figured it out i'm going to come up you know how like artists will have their individual um rap careers but then they'll also be a part of the amigos mm-hmm. but you'll get an offset cd you'll get a mm-hmm. whatever person quavo cd whatever what if I created like a rap group of fashion designers where we collaborated on a collection, mm-hmm. but then still had our own individual collections? Mm-hmm. I think that would be dope. Everybody, everybody, they does not everybody, but they do that from time to time. But like with several fashion yeah. designers, like I know, like Fendi will partner with Skims yeah. or Don't Balenciaga will that. partner with, you yeah. know. H&M or come up with an H&M collection mm-hmm. I'm saying like literally a conglomerate of like five different designers yeah. releasing a whole collection with mm-hmm. all of their input on one on yeah. one collection I think that would be dope yeah. just how music artists collab when they got mm-hmm. music ideas and then they still got the individual projects yeah alright y'all don't do this cause um, we're gonna do it <laughs> okay we just this is how we brainstorm right <laughs> but that was a quick little clip of an episode this was a good episode yeah Mm -hmm. all right y'all count your blessings before you come to germany bye bye